0: This is a Library Podcast. I'm Troy. I'm Tish. And we are here today with a special guest, Carrie Millsap Spears, Professor of Communications and Literature. And we're going to talk about our upcoming One Book, One College text, Miss Marvel, which starts this fall.
1: So Carrie, we are super excited to have you here today. We really want to hear from you about popular culture, um, why we study popular culture, what the value is in understanding popular culture, and maybe who is doing that research. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I love popular culture. I study it. I use it in all my classes. Um, I teach composition one, two, and women's literature and British literature one and two. And in each of those classes, I use some kind of popular culture text. And so Popular culture texts can be things like comic books, like Ms. Marvel, for example, or they can be the graphic novel version of Beowulf, which I've used before. Um, they can also be films and television shows, um, movie posters, movies themselves. They can be the original artwork of different covers of books. It can be so many different kinds of things. So popular culture is a huge, huge concept, and it's a relatively new area of study with its only being quote-unquote academic for about 50 years. It's just a great way to kind of let people in to larger conversations, and I think that that's my way of using it. So if we're going to look at something difficult, we might start with something that people might relate to. And then we can, we can take that topic into the larger context of a more difficult text. People who study it can be anyone from historians, literary people, they can be um, psychologists, they can be anthropologists, um, sociologists. It's a a multidisciplinary, interdisciplinary enterprise. And I've met people over the last few years um, in computer sciences and in other sorts of fields that you wouldn't necessarily imagine them working in. So um, chemistry, for example, Uh, I met a chemist who's actually writing a comic book about chemistry. (laughs) That sounds awesome.
0: awesome. Yeah. (laughs) You mentioned popular culture teaching us about big ideas. Could you maybe give us some examples?
1: Uh, I just attended the Popular Culture Research Institute um, at Bowling Green State University just a few weeks ago and met a lot of folks there talking about really important ideas and big ideas coming from the text that they were interested in and also big ideas that also were reflected in texts. So one example that we talked about during the week was the movie Jaws. Jaws is going to have a 43rd anniversary here very soon. And a lot of folks were talking about it. And so the library at Bowling Green um, has the original movie scripts and they have press kits and they have movie posters. And so we actually got to take a look at those things. Then we watched the movie. And then we talked about the fact that Ray Brown, one of the popular culture pioneers and academics he wrote an article saying that Jaws was a retelling of Moby Dick at the time that was very cutting edge and very sort of out of the box thinking and now if you rewatch that movie and you know anything about the story of Moby Dick you'll think oh sure that's that's totally there but back then to make those kind of connections was was quite a, a leap and so discussion of popular culture and big ideas, you can do that with lots of things. So I have a publication coming out on Star Trek. Um, It's going to be out in a book called set phasers to teach. Um, And it's about the LGBTQ population in Star Trek, uh, representationally in Star Trek and how students can kind of talk about different kinds of things by using popular culture. So for example, I show my class part of an episode um, that deals with essentially a character that's not on the binary, and so we were able to talk about that in class based on the text. So that's sort of a big picture thing, and sort of a timely thing, but it's a popular culture thing right. by using the text. So thinking about um, different examples of popular culture, you know, since we are looking at the at Ms. Marvel for our one book, how does Ms. Marvel fit into that picture? Well, I used Ms. Marvel in my summer class, and the students tended to really like it, I have to say. Um, they enjoyed reading the story, and they talked a lot about the artwork, and a lot of people had never even read a comic before, so, and they found it interesting. What I thought was interesting about the comic was the story, the sort of origin story. So, the big picture that you could say is this idea of where do we begin, you know, now we can get so philosophical, you know, is the origin the origin, you know, that kind of stuff. And then the idea that these characters live outside these stories, right, they have different beginnings and different endings, depending on where they come and go. And the idea that popular culture really kind of um, sort of thrives on, I don't know what you want to call it, franchises or things like that. But then they also, it also kind of works with mass culture and people, what people are willing to pay to watch, you know, what's popular because people spend the money but then there's also this idea of things coming and going out of fashion you know along with anniversaries and things like that so I mentioned Jaws and Star Trek both of which had big anniversaries X-Files is coming up with a 25th anniversary so I think Marvel is kind of right now the big thing and so it's kind of taking that space right now because of the franchise but Ms. Marvel a lot of pe- a lot of people don't know about her they've never heard of her uh, maybe we've never talked about you know seeing a character grow, right? And so I think that was one thing that we did talk about in class. We talked a little bit about some of the cultural issues in the story about her being sort of a Muslim superhero superhero and what does that mean? And um, a lot of students just found it really interesting in the fact that they've um, never thought about thought about it that way before. and so that was one conversation that we had. And overall, I, I would say everyone in my class enjoyed reading the story.
0: That's, That's great, fantastic. Any final thoughts before we go?
1: Well, the only thing I would say is popular culture doesn't mean less than. I would say popular culture is just as important as Shakespeare or Chaucer or any of those folks. Because popular culture is dealing with themes that are still relevant from those times. So Shakespeare was popular culture 400 years ago so if you put it into that context you can really see that it has value it's not just something that you just throw away um there i would say people react to different things in different ways because there are different audiences not everyone's gonna like everything you know batman's not for everyone but I don't know why <laughs> he has a cape whatever <laughs> <laughs> <Seems awesome. laughs> but I, I would say that people tend to sometimes and I've met people and I've met students actually who don't want to use popular culture and they feel like it's somehow less than the original texts uh, my argument is always these are these are important texts on their own
0: well thank you for your time today thank and you. we look forward to more discussions as we explore Miss Marvel in the next year yes thank and you
1: bye-bye